Hi, and welcome to another episode of 52 in 52. I'm Anthony. Uh, today's episode is going to be about X-Men Apocalypse. You'll note that uh, Josh did not have an introduction here. Josh is actually on vacation right now in Europe with limited Wi-Fi, with his family. Uh, like we said last episode, we just graduated from law school, so he's on vacation taking a little break. Um, but no fear, I am joined by two of our former podcast guests, Sky and James. Guys, welcome. How are you guys doing? Doing all right, Bob. Thanks for having us on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thanks for being here. Uh, like I said, we're going to be talking about X-Men Apocalypse, the latest installment of the new X-Men series. So I'll just start uh, with myself, I'll give a little background. So this is the second trilogy of X-Men, I believe. Um, I think I'd like to say X-1 was probably the most well-rounded X-Men movie, and then uh, X3 is terrible, X2 is whatever. I don't mind First Class or Days of Future Past. I, I enjoyed them. Um, I know James didn't, um, but th that's how I felt. Overall, thought the I liked this movie enough through the first half, and then the second half is just so terrible. Um, but what did you guys think? James, why don't you go ahead and start? General impressions. I didn't really like any of it. Um, well, not, I shouldn't say any of it. There were some things I liked, but overall... Like, you said you liked the beginning. I didn't like it. I thought there was poor pacing issues that kind of made me really bored throughout the beginning. Um, I just thought there were a lot of problems with the dialogue, a lot of problems with the pacing, the dialogue, the character development. There was virtually none. Yep. The action scenes were poor, I thought. Um, yeah, that's pretty much my initial. <laughs> Sky, what did you think of the movie, generally? Generally, I thought it was enjoyable, but it wasn't great. There's definitely some issues in there. Uh, plenty of moments when I was looking around the theater, trying to see if anyone thought it was as bad as I did. <laughs> a couple of laughs in there that shouldn't have been laughs. That's always a bad indicator. Yeah, so we just had, so we've talked about on this now in 2016. We've talked about Deadpool. We've talked about Batman vs. Superman. We've talked about Civil War. I think those are the four superhero movies that have come out this year. Um, and for me, no, I mean, they're really not comparable that much outside of uh, this movie also has to deal with parents and moms and stuff. But uh, this this one, I would say, is ahead of Batman vs. Superman, but nowhere near as good as Deadpool and Civil War. Um, I know you guys, James, you were on Civil War podcast and Sky, you are on Deadpool. Do you guys feel about the same way about that? Yeah. The, um, those four movies? Very similar uh, feelings. I'd put them in that exact order. What do you yeah, think? I'd agree with that. Yeah. X-Men just bothers me more, but I would, yeah. from an objective standpoint, I would put it above. Yeah, so so James is our – James and I lived together first year of law school, and we sort of bonded over just X-Men and comic book movies, and James is, like, the biggest X-Men fan I've ever met. So I thought it would be appropriate to have him back for this. Um, so I guess just a little stuff we'll touch on before we get into spoilers It's just – I think the biggest problem for all of us was just this, the dialogue in this movie is just so... I don't even want to say it feels like Singer gave up. It's almost like he's trying so hard, but the dialogue is just so bland and corny, and the way I explained it to, I guess, myself and to everyone I've talked to is that I don't really have a problem with the message or what's happening on screen too much. I mean, there's definitely problems with it, but just the, the way it's said in the exposition and the 
need to explain every single scene that's happening to the audience. It just, it completely takes you out of it and it just makes you not enjoy anything you're watching, even if it's sort of being fun or, or, or whatever. I know James sort of felt the same way and, and I saw James told me after, right after the movie that since I drove him, if, if I hadn't, he was gonna walk out of the theater, which is very strong feelings, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, I was. Um, I was getting ready to a couple times. I mean, just everything, nothing felt natural. Yeah. When they, when these characters are speaking, you have, they, like, they cut away from the action scene a couple times to mm. explain something. To explain the action scene. Yeah, that's to explain happening. what's happening. They cut away from from character moments yeah. to explain what's happening. Yeah. They're just always explaining what we're seeing on screen through through dialogue and it's annoying yeah so i i said earlier that i liked the first half and i really didn't like the second half did you like without spoilers did you like the opening scene sky with apocalypse and no words and just the way they they opened the movie with that um yeah i thought it was i thought it was cool i thought it was an interesting way to go about it to introduce him and uh kind of shed light on something that a lot of people probably had no idea existed yeah and his background and everything yeah I i thought that was it was decently. What bad. did you think of him as a villain overall, and Oscar Isaac's performance? Um, my first impression was, <laughs> "Wow, this makeup is corny and shite." But other than that, I, uh, I think it was okay. He wasn't—he's not supposed to be like a super dynamic personality, anyway. So I guess yeah. it was acceptable. Yeah, James. What about you? What did you think? I kind of agree with that, but at the same time, I think. His origin, without getting into spoilers, I think his origin was dumbed down. Yeah. Sure. And Definitely. it wasn't nearly as complex as it could have been. Yeah. So that bothered me. A reaction I had to this movie uh, made me reflect on all the past ones in the superhero movies. It's real tough for them to do these movies justice with the hour and a half, two hours that they're yeah. given. So it makes me feel like it's more meant for people that aren't huge fans of this of the sure and i think that's fox's biggest problem right because you shouldn't be making these movies just to i mean i understand like the, the problem is they're gonna make money no matter what right so and and to me at least at the beginning i used to think that brian singer actually like cared about the universe and was really invested in it but it's just hard to it's just hard to say that after watching this movie and it's weird because the critical reception has been pretty poor overall but then the, the viewer score is so high, and I've seen so many people say that this movie is better than Civil War, and, 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 and the writing is better than what the Russo brothers are doing in the plot, and I just don't see it at all, and it's, I don't know, I mean, I know that the Sky and James both agree with me, which is just so weird to think that people are watching this movie and not getting the same corny dialogue and, and sort of being able to enjoy it, but maybe that means we're too close to it. I don't know. Is, is that a kind of how you feel? Is that you're just so close to it, James, that it's hard to... Oh, I'm definitely way just, too close <laughs> to it, yeah. Just yeah, to I mean, end. You it think, was my childhood. Do you so. think anyone can make a proper like adaptation of comic to screen X-Men then? Absolutely. You, okay. Oh, yeah. So you haven't given I up liked, on the franchise generally? I liked the generally. first one. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. liked the first one. Like, the action's terrible, but it was, the, you know, The character development in the first one is Yeah, there were a lot of great character stronger. moments, and they gave character moments to everybody in the movie that... Even even Cyclops, they gave him a little yeah. character moment in the first one. Yeah. So, I mean, you can do it. You just... Yeah. I had a question whether Singer really did ever care, to be honest. Yeah. Because he left for Superman, and I don't know if he actually does care about this universe. I, I think... Uh, a couple of the characters had some cool, cool moments. I don't know if it was it did them justice, but sure. a couple cool things. They, I, I know most people 
probably most people would know, like Cyclops' brother. Yeah. And it be, taking him to the school and yeah, having yeah. powers. People probably aren't too familiar with that. But uh, I like um, Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. I know you, you like that yeah, one. Yeah, I liked it I enough. Was, James hated it, so. I was horrified by that movie. I, how do you introduce Sentinels and just, you know? Yeah. Like that, they're here in the yard. Yep. But at the end of this one, they show the Sentinels in the Danger Room. Danger Room number was like the best thing I saw in there. And yeah. then bringing Sentinels back, I thought that was really cool. That's where I wanted the movie to start. I yeah, felt like should. those movies should have started there. The students are already there, and then yeah. you start to you know build relationships there. We didn't. I don't think we needed the recruitment process. I yeah. think it was kind of wasted. Yeah. Okay. So with that said, I think we're I think we're sort of itching here to talk about spoilers a little bit. So we're gonna take a little break to, um, you know, to give some time for spoilers, and then we're gonna do that, and we'll get right back into it. All right, so we're back. We're talking X-Men Apocalypse spoilers. Where I think I want to start is just how terrible Singer did Storm and Psylocke, who are two of, I guess, some of the more anticipated, like, rebooted characters that were going to be in this movie, in this universe. And for me personally, I just, I was kind of excited when Storm first came on the screen when they were in Egypt at the beginning. And um, regardless of her correct origin or not, it was at least better than what was in the first trilogy. And she was cool, and she seemed like she was going to be good at acting, and then she had a five-minute scene, and I'm not sure she spoke the rest of the movie. Um, she was just there for cannon fodder to have a uh, black woman character to be in the movie, I think. So, I don't know. I was pretty disappointed with Storm. What about you guys? Yeah. Um, I, I was excited at first, because, yeah, she's in, I guess they're in Cairo, I think, mm-hmm. still. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's, that's part of her origin. You know, she's a, a thief, you know, a scavenger on the streets. And I thought they're actually going to do something with that, you know, make it part of her point of view and maybe why she'd want to join Apocalypse because she's been living, you know, just by scavenging and but she has all this power. So maybe Apocalypse would be very alluring. But no, she he just touches her head and her hair turns white. And I guess she gets yeah, like right? mind controlled or something fuck was that, like man? pseudo mind control going on. Yeah. And, well, that's the thing they didn't make clear is because Apocalypse usually controls the four Apo- the four horsemen people. Right. But. They seem to sort of have their own will uh, at the that. same time. I, I, that crossed my mind. Yeah, he's supposed to control them. That's the whole point is he puts these people under his control, which makes them do the bad shit. But, mm. yeah. But what did So what did you think about Storm? I know we talked about it pre-podcast. You kind of had some problems with it. With Storm? Yeah. Mm. I, I don't remember what exactly we talked about, but... I wasn't. I was not pleased. Yeah. I, I had. There were some discrepancies in there. We talked <laughs> about uh, the Mohawk. And I was yeah. Like, wasn't yeah. that wasn't that future storm? Not not the current storm. But um, I thought there's there's definitely a few moments when I was like, why isn't she contributing anything? Yeah. She's just giving people <laughs> looks now. And like, yeah. Storm is one is a former like leader of the X Men. Yeah. So you would expect they'd give her some kind of play, but mm-hmm. they maybe in the future they will. Yeah, because I think Alexander Ship is a good actress, and she's sort of like an up and coming, and she's going to be in a lot of movies, and she, I think she like looks the part, and she seemed like she was really devoted to it. At least in our theater with James, she had like a solo thing right before the movie yeah, came that's on. What I was just about yeah, to say. with what it was the that? actual actress, and she was telling about how excited she was to be in X Men and be Storm and do all the stunts and everything, and and I was like, all right, cool, maybe she's actually going to have a role, and then uh, no, she didn't. So, um, and another thing I want to talk about was Psylocke, who is played by Olivia Munn. 
Um, I know Sky. You said you she's one of your favorite characters. Yeah. Uh, I think James likes her a lot too in the comics. I really don't know much about Psylocke. Okay. Actually. All right. Most um, of the things I've read. So I actually have in front of me Psylocke. here a article uh, from Collider where. Uh, Olivia Munn talks about skipping. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this. She talked about she was who they wanted to cast in Deadpool to play Marina Baccarin. Right. But she said she didn't want to do that because it was just like a love interest with no, which she wasn't going to be in any action scenes and not have like a strong female character. And then she goes and does this movie with Brian Singer. <laughs> and she's, I, I, I don't know. I think Marina Baccarin comes off way better in Deadpool than Psylocke does in. For sure. Then in X Men. Sure. Yeah, Psylocke has no character. I have no idea what her motivations are. She she seems to be the only one who actually kind of wants to go with Apocalypse. Yeah. Like she doesn't she doesn't seem like she gets mind controlled at all. Yeah. But then she just says to hell with this near yeah. the end. I mean, I have no well, idea. Well, no, that was well, are. it was. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. No, no, not that part. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, it's weird because she's with Caliban, and then she's just sort of like defending him, and you don't really have any. You don't get introduced to her at all. It's weird no. because they sort of go over the top with introducing some of the characters, and then they just bring her out, and she just has this menacing look, and she like pulls out a purple sword from her hand. And well, I think part of part of that may be because people are not familiar with Psylocke. If you try to look up stuff about her origin, her story, there's there's a lot of like she's been brought back many times sure. in many different forms. People don't even know what her powers are. Yeah, yeah. Her, her origin's very convoluted, so I so, can understand them not wanting to introduce her, but. Yeah, but, uh, I understand to, that. But if you're gonna, you but if you put to. her in the movie like that, then right. you, you have, have to explain to it. it. Yeah. I would at least give her at least some motivation. Yeah, right. there's no give her something. There is I no mean, motivation. You can argue that because it's so convoluted, they had a clean slate. They could have did yeah, whatever they, they wanted. Whatever they wanted. Exactly. <laughs> and and the thing is, like at the end, she has like a cool like twenty second thing where she's fighting Beast, I think, and she pulls, she changes her sword to a like a purple lasso and yeah, like chokes him. And I yeah. was like, that was that was cool. And then Beast punches her and and then runs away like an animal. And that's <laughs> that's it. And then she runs away. And that's her that's her role in the movie. She might have said less than twenty words. Also, mm-hmm. same as Storm. It's just kind of disappointing for Singer to get these like minority characters that aren't white dudes, and then just put them off to the side and say, "Yay, we have diversity in the movie." Well, I mean, they got her costume right. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, so, uh, another female character I want to talk about was, uh, Rose Byrne's character. She plays Moira McTaggart. Um, kind of just seemed to me like a poor woman's Lois Lane in this iteration of Apocalypse. Did you guys get that vibe at all? The only, the only vibe I got was that she's just there to advance the plot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was a little bit of character between her and Xavier and at the end. I thought it was really way more, more in Xavier. Days of Future Past, though. Oh, well, yeah, there was. I think that was the point in this one, though. Was it? Was it not? Well, yeah, but I don't know. Just, I don't know. It was sort of weird. His over-the-top fascination with her was sort of out of place in the movie oh, yeah. or out of I, character I, for I him. I thought that in the movie. It was I almost don't... uncomfortable at, at a couple lines, yeah, I, right? I, I, that's not Professor X, I, I didn't feel like. I, I could understand it if they, like, because... Professor X is kind of supposed to be a very lonely person because sure. he takes on this burden of training X Men and all that stuff. So if they like showed that, then I think it would have worked. But yeah, again, they like they don't they don't set up the characters' motivations for their actions. They just they just have their actions. Also, we're, without it's a weird setting it up with the timeline that we're given for these movies. It's probably it's a little off putting, especially for people like us. We were exposed to like a very solid 
Professor X character, very consistent mm-hmm. growing up, and and now it's like all these different facets of, yeah. of who he is. You got well, a young Professor X in love with. I sort of liked his reintroduction in was it, I guess it was First Class, or was it Days of Future Past when they he's walking and he's still the professor before he gets hurt before he loses his legs and stuff. Mm-hmm. I sort of liked when McAvoy was playing that character and the sort of like confident, sprucey uh, Professor X. Mm-hmm. Um, and and overall, I thought they did. Uh, even if you don't like Days of Future Past, I think they did a good job building on the world from Days of Future Past and incorporating those actions into this movie. Um, even better than say, uh, I don't know. Sometimes with Avengers or sometimes with Batman vs Superman, they sort of are just sort of inconsistent with how destroying New York affects the next Winter Soldier movie, or you know what I mean. I thought they did a decent enough job carrying forward the the yeah. world they built from Days they, of Future Past. They definitely harken back to those those moments a lot. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the emotional payoff was there, but I think that they they tried because they had like the whole ten year anniversary and they had the whole mutants looking up to Mystique thing, yeah. which I thought was cool. Ooh, the, that made me think. I don't know why that made me think about Storm, and what they did with her character. They show her at first, and she makes a like mini dust storm. Yeah, and they're like, "Is that supposed to be like this? Is the extent of her powers until Apocalypse lets her use lightning?" Yeah, like, it was I just don't... a distraction. Yeah, it was yeah. just a distraction so she could steal the cash. Well, I know what yeah. she, her yeah. purpose was, yeah. but okay. they didn't show her power before. They were just like, "Sure, right." She could move dust and use yeah. the wind, like, and yeah. now she can kill people with lightning. Yeah. Um. So going back to the dialogue stuff we were talking about earlier, I James and I sort of talked a little bit about it after the movie, but I thought that. Personally, Ty Sheridan, who played Cyclops, and Sophie Turner, who played Jean Grey, were... I thought they were almost actively bad, but James sort of tried to tell me it was more on Singer being unable to write non-corny, cheesy dialogue. Yeah, I think it's all the dialogue. You think it all is the dialogue? I I think I said there was a moment, a very brief moment, um, when those four X-Men characters get taken... Um, and then you got Cyclops, Gene, and Nightcrawler like mm-hmm. hiding, and then yeah. Cyclops kind of does start to take charge there yeah. and started giving orders. And I bought that. Like I'm like, okay, this I can see this is Cyclops. But then any other time he was saying all the corny dialogue, I'm just like, no, this this doesn't work. It's yeah. not working for me. Yeah. What did you think, Sky? Uh, I mean, I know you're a big Game of Thrones fan, so <laughs> I think Sophie Turner is a good actress, but I thought she was really bad in this. I didn't think she was great. Uh, I, it wasn't a believable Jean Grey for me. No. But, I mean, that maybe that's what they're trying to do with the character, is change her into that kind of character. I, it's just, it, I don't know. It just didn't really make any sense why... She, like, everyone knows that her and Scott have, like, a thing, but that's right. when they're, like, 30. Well, I liked, I liked the... I liked kind of the origin of their love story. I, I didn't, they, I liked why? how they did it, but... Not but, how they did it. I liked that it was there. <laughs> okay. But maybe not how they did it. The the dialogue wasn't the greatest, but it was it was still cool to for her to be like bumping into him and all yeah. that stuff. Like, okay, this is how those yeah two young get people at and a then, school. I get it. Then but. they show they show Wolverine, and you're like, yeah. oh wow, all this started like at the same time. Yeah. And Cyclops saw him at the very beginning. Yeah. Like, oh, where's this gonna go? That was it. Was like cool that they try to put that in there yeah but it just wasn't executed yeah well. i don't know it was almost fan service though to just put wolverine it, in there it, oh yeah it, you know so. i hate i hate the wolverine fan service it, it <laughs> that's why i didn't like uh what was what was the last one the wolverine 2 you mean or oh no no yeah days of future past yeah. was just another wolverine movie too. I, it yeah. was awful that was terrible i was very I, upset i don't know i like i think he's a good wolverine i don't think he's a bad wolverine i think that they were 
this is a rated R podcast. They're yeah, yeah, you can curse. For making yeah. Days of Future Past <laughs> another Wolverine movie. That that was uncalled for. That was terrible. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it was sort of a fast bender Professor X Magneto movie, though. I mean, it's supposed to be, but then you're following Wolverine from minute one. Yeah, like, he's just the. I mean, he's just sort of the plot device he's the to get. Yeah, yeah but uh, they could. There's so many X Men. Like what? The, yeah. Let's go back to Logan. Yeah. Um, okay, so James, I know you want to talk about Magneto and his re make him whole, break him again, make oh, him God, whole, yeah. break him again thing. I mean, I just felt like it was completely unnecessary and in a movie where you don't spend any time with all your other characters that you need to build up. Yeah. Why why go with this with Magneto like he already we already know he's already a complex villain. Mm-hmm. You know, he has his motivations of he, he does what he thinks is right, but what he thinks is right is... Yeah, he's a foil to Professor X all the yeah. time. So he could, right away, just from his already point of view, decide, yeah, I want to join this apocalypse guy. And then, you know, later find out, okay, he's taking it too far. He's more about pure survival of the fittest. He's not about mutants as a species. So now I'm going to, you know, then they disagree and yeah. turn on him. Instead, they just have Magneto be just be fueled fueled by grief the entire movie. Yeah, yeah, it just was really pointless to me. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I I think I like the story of him having this family and hiding away, and mm-hmm. then there ha- they he ha- he has to decide like if he should use. It's almost like a if it was his own Magneto movie, it would be way better, a way better yeah. placed. Agreed. Um, because it's cool to see him save someone with his powers, even though he doesn't want to use his powers, and then realize that that's sort of gonna like make him and his family have to run away and everything. And then I thought it was cool that his daughter had powers with the animals and everything. And Yeah, I think you, you just put it perfectly. If it was his own Magneto movie, that yeah. was awesome. Yeah. But to, yeah. to take our time up... Yeah, because we already know that, his origin, and we've seen it for the last two movies in yeah. this specific trilogy. They, they used it to show how Apocalypse took advantage of it. Yeah, but, but we don't need but that. But you know what did that equally well? When Charles said, you're taking advantage of... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it, it, the thing is, it's we're just, I'm, just, I'm personally so burnt out on Charles saying, Magneto, you don't need to do this. It's not inside of you. You're a good person. Yeah, we're kind of at the point now where they can be adversaries at yeah. this point. They yeah, can, can, they can, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I, the way that they do the movies, it isn't. It doesn't make sense to do that because yeah. they're giving us information that we we have to have prior information to understand. Yeah. But then they're they're, they're treating us like yeah, we're children dumb. again yep. and yep. saying, "Here's new information." Yeah, and and the thing is. The end with Magneto, like his arc in this movie, doesn't make any sense for what's to come in X1, X2, X3, where he's totally against, uh, he's basically on the same side of Apocalypse, but like for the reasons that he has, in the end of this movie, he's just like, okay, I turned into like a good person and I helped you guys, I'm just going to go hide away now, and then it doesn't really make sense for him then becoming this mutant overlord uh, wanting to rebel against the humans later on it just doesn't really make sense that he the way that they make the arc and then what happens later on with his character it seems just super inconsistent to me yeah, it almost seems like they want to make magneto the a good guy because it's fastbender because yeah, they have doesn't. a big star there he's yeah. probably the best actor in the movie yeah and yeah, yeah. they they want him to be liked i guess yeah i don't know, I well, don't know. well then how did you guys feel about Mystique? What they're doing with Mystique, his uh, his like second in command. It was weird, man. 
I don't know. Did she even do anything in the movie? I, like, I can't even remember what she does except the one time she pretends to be Psylocke. Um, she she says, I, I'm looking for Eric a bunch of times. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, we have to get to that. <laughs> we have to get to oh, that. But God. she does. She saves Angel and Nightcrawler. Oh, yeah. Arguably saves Angel. Uh, she saves yeah. Nightcrawler. Sure. Brings, brings yeah, that him. was He's cool. He's an X Men now, you know. That was cool because this was like that was I thought that was pretty cool. It's like she was a mercenary trying to make sure the mutants don't die, right. Right. doing whatever she can using her powers for that, but not like she doesn't. The thing is, she doesn't want the spotlight like Professor X does, and like the to interact with the humans like coexist. I guess. Yeah, she still has the the same uh, yeah. motivation as as the brother and is, is supposed to have. Sure, and and I, we we talked about it before the podcast, but X Men is supposed to be the the more I think more than Avengers, more than Batman. More than anything, is supposed to be the political and social commentary of gays, blacks, yeah. minorities, women, everything. And did with... you get that at all? From no, the... absolutely there was, there not. Was, there was one key part, I, but I think that, that Mystique's part was interesting enough for that. Like when she's like, "I want to help them," so they're because they're getting like they're watching these people like they're animals, right? And mm-hmm. she's like, "I don't want that to happen. That makes me feel bad." As one of them, but that's it. That's all we get in this movie. See, I felt like they were ready. It was set up. They could have done it very easily with that. Uh, that gladiator style cage yeah, match thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I first saw that, I got really excited. I'm just like, okay, so we're gonna get a little uh, comparison here between uh, Nightcrawler and Angel. Mm-hmm. Whereas Angel's, you know, he's being forced by these humans to fight yep. or or die. Yep. And then so he'll have one point of view that he wants to go with Apocalypse and basically, you know, murder a bunch of humans for <laughs> the treatment that he's been given. Sure. And you know, and for the loss of his wings. And then Nightcrawler would take the other approach. He would, you know, he he didn't suffer as long, so he would just be more, and it's more with his personality, more forgiveness, mm-hmm. more of a happy guy. So he would just be like, live and let live. Yeah. No, none of that. Yeah. We get I, that really cool gladiator pit, but then no consequences. No, it doesn't affect the characters at no. all. Well, it leads forward. Angel to drink. Yeah, it leads him to drink. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And he can't fly as well. Yeah. That's like he a was cool, pretty wasted too. Cool inverse they did there. Because Nightcrawler's yeah. supposed to be like the devil no yeah. with the tail. And stuff yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. No, it, it was cool, but like, I, I, it's just so disappointing for a movie that's sort of, it's all built upon this foundation of yeah. being, mutants need to f- coexist with humans and how we as a society do well, that with they said, everyone else. I think I remember the the one part, because I went into the movie, I have the, that same thought, yeah. and there was one part where, I think it was Mystique, I'm, I may be wrong. But she said, um, it's not any better now. It's just harder yeah. to see. Yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. harder to see yeah. like the discrimination yeah. against yeah. the mutants. It's harder for sure. to snuff out. And yeah. that's a that's a big statement to yeah, make in a for movie sure. like that. But like you said, they could have done a lot more and second And they should do a lot more though. Like, a lot of people don't know that that's supposed that's the foundations of Unless of you're making like a fun X Men movie that's just action, action, action with funny quips, then you need to have the political and social stuff because especially with beast then that was one of my biggest problems is beast is like he's in his human form yeah he's in his human form they make this whole they make this whole scene in this movie about how mystique is blue and then she's human form and then beast and i think in days of future past creates a drug so that he can not have the blue form anymore and it's like you need to talk about that because this dude is so like hurt to the point where he needs to blend he feels like he needs to blend in with society or not be in his blue form in order to just live a life and even though he's like one of the smartest people in the world and a smart scientist he can't do that because uh it just really bothered me yeah that, having that him being able to just switch between human form and beast form just totally negates it negates the theme of prejudice it negates 
you, you know, it negates a lot of his character um, when he can just look like everyone else when he wants to. Yeah, and it, it, but the thing is that's nice in the first trilogy is he's blue when he's like in Congress and doing all that stuff. Right. Yeah. And they just throw – it's like a throwaway here and it just doesn't make any sense going back to just the foundation of his character let alone from what X-Men is supposed to be. Um, and I, I guess they, they sort of talk about it with Kurt, with, with Nightcrawler. Wagner. Could Wagner. And um, I don't know. I, it, just, it just doesn't seem like anybody cares. And it just doesn't make any sense. Um, another thing that bothered me was Magneto. We get this scene where, when Magneto kills the cops in Poland or wherever he's at. Mm-hmm. And he's, he doesn't use his hands. And then Brian Singer decides for the rest of the movie, Magneto needs to put his hands wherever he's using his powers. That bothered you? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I don't understand why. We, we literally might have had 15 minutes of just Magneto using his powers to twirl around metal in the air yeah. for no consequence at all, especially at the end. Yeah, that was... that was. Oh, are we going there? Yeah, go for it, man. You want to talk about it? it? Go for it, man. Are you talking about it? Yeah. So, <laughs> Quicksilver, Magneto's son, yeah? Yeah. He uh, When he's walking up to the field... And yeah, I can't get you in. Who was that? Mystique. Mystique I can't yeah. get you in. The the, the field is too strong. strong. <laughs> and he looks at her, and she looks at him and walks a couple steps away and says, "Eric." <laughs> <laughs> and Magneto looks like, "So oh, what up? What, what's happening?" <laughs> but seriously, that I literally I yeah, laughed. I, and laughed. I looked around the theater and I was very disappointed because other people weren't like, "What the f- is this?" Yeah. But that that was probably the, that had to be the lowest point of the movie. It was pretty. It was pretty dumb for such like a. This that moment is supposed to be like important, and Mystique is finally seeing Eric for the first time right. again. She finally found yep. him. Quicksilver is trying to find his dad. He's been doing that for the last ten years, Eric. and and then you get nothing from it. He just turns and he's like, "Hey, what are you doing here?" She's like, "Ah, uh, I'm trying like to fight you. for like my friends and stuff." You're, you're one of them, and you're, you're a friend, and like you're a good dude, Eric. But and and you know, I'm someone to you, right? And he's like, "Yeah, I guess." And what yeah. about that kid? And the kid's like. Well, yeah, that's the thing is they have this one-on-one scene, and then and then they ruin it by trying to play it off for laughs by Magneto saying, "What about you?" And he says, "Well, you're my fa- family. I'm trying to fight for, for, my, for family my family too." too. Yeah. And then the scene's over. I mean, the way that that scene I feel usually goes down or is supposed to go down yeah. is he's he's in his his trance. Yeah. You know, he's concentrating whatever. There's like a weird flashback or something, yeah. something like that, and he hears her voice reaching out, and that's yeah. what pulls him back, and yeah. that's something like that, not just Eric. And he's like, huh? Yeah, yeah. So wait, I got a lot of metal moving around here. <laughs> it's loud. <laughs> it's a lot of machinery. Like, <laughs> I've been working with machines for the last ten years in Poland, so yeah, that hurt was, my hearing. <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. Yeah, no, I mean, and we talked about it before. Jean Grey, they have this scene where Apocalypse oh. and Charles are fighting in their minds. And we get like a two minute fight scene, and then they cut to Jean Grey with ten other X Men, and they say she says, "Guys, they're fighting in their minds," and it's like, <laughs> "What the fuck, Brian Singer? We just saw that for two minutes. You don't need to tell us that. It doesn't make any sense. There's just so much exposition that is yeah. wasted on in on stuff that's so inconsequential to the plot. I mean, and you would you would think that." All the X Men being very familiar with their own universe and yeah. knowing, oh, yeah. Charles is a telepath. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they can deduce yeah. like, oh, he's 
He's moving in. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's literally he's sitting in, in front his, of them. He's fighting in his mind. Like, it, yeah. yeah. I, was like, disappointed. Oh, I was disappointed with the actual fight in oh, the mind. Oh, yeah, it, it was, was terrible. terrible. so many creative things so with terrible. the mind fight, and it just, like, it's just punching. Boxing. You just gotta yeah, punch him. And it's like slow-mo punching. And there was one where when Apocalypse enlarges his form, and then he does this like slow punch on Charles, and it looks like it's from like a... Dora or something. It's so corny. It was so. He's like, "This is my house. Man. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna yeah. punch you in the face. I'm a I'm a telepath. Like I could move yeah. things with my. I'm I can literally just disintegrate you right. into and sand. In his and people. I don't. I don't know if people are familiar with when they go inside like his mind. Yeah, a right. lot of crazy stuff happens in there. Apocalypse goes. You're gonna need a bigger house. <laughs> is this a Taco Bell commercial? <laughs> and then he grows. Like, okay, Charles, maybe you're supposed to grow now. I don't know. Yeah. You don't, yeah, you don't have that could. power out there, but in your mind, I don't know. Like, you can do should. so many creative things with Something. that. You can so many, yeah. like, Inception-style yeah. Yeah. visuals. Yeah, oh and the God. thing is, like, if this was just average-level corny, it would have been better. But they just he just, like, went to the lowest point of, like, this is the worst line I could write, I think. Let so, me. so that takes us right into... Gene? You would win, but you're alone. Gene. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Dude. All right. Use, yeah. your, use your power. Yeah. So I don't understand why they had to do the Phoenix transformation again. Oh my god. Why? That we was... had that in X3 and literally everybody hated it. It's one of the worst reviewed comic book movies they ever. Did it wrong. And ex- yeah, they did it wrong. And why Gene, but- use your power. Gene. Use it. Use your power. Can you just use your yeah, maximum Gene, power? Gene, I'm dying. I don't know if you can see my body's twitching really fast from just, my just mind control. It. Use your power. Use your power. That you can't really tap into, but now just use your circumstances. Are and if you guys didn't catch it earlier in the movie when oh, Jean God. said after her dream, Charles, comma, there is a fire growing inside of me, end quote. Yeah. That was uh, that was a metaphor for the phoenix, in case you guys had missed that uh, during the actual movie. Um, oh, I yeah, get it yeah, 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 James, look at you. Oh, wait, yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> That, yeah, that was great. I, I mean, I said before, I, I was waiting for her to pass out. Right? Foreshadowing, Foreshadowing, yes. I think yeah. that's a mechanism okay. they yeah. use sometimes. Maybe. In film. Yeah, yeah. You Brian know? Singer's a vet, so he's pulling out all the tricks here. <laughs> all the tricks. But, I, after yeah. she used it... Uh, and you, you know what she did like, to use it? She screamed. She just screamed, and she yeah. was the phoenix. She screamed? Yeah. I didn't even know. I didn't know. Yeah, history. yeah. I know you were distracted by her character having... Yeah, fire putting wings. her Floating in the air with her hands out in the shape of... Uh, what was it? A phoenix? phoenix? Oh yeah, yeah. phoenix. It, that makes sense. Phoenix? Speaking of floating, could you? I feel like every time someone's in the air or doing a flip, I feel like I can see the wires. Oh, Is that man. just me? Oh uh, yeah, I thought it was really bad with Beast and Psylocke at the end and Scott and all them. I thought the last fight scene was the was the worst with with regards to what you're yeah. talking about with being able to see all the action going on. Uh, it was not good. I don't know, and especially after seeing Civil War and seeing how fluid those action mm-hmm. scenes are to me. And I, I mean, I've seen people write that the action in Apocalypse was better than Civil War, but those people are fucking insane to me. Yeah, I, I would not give the action in uh, X- the action the action in X Men was kind of uh, like pointless. I want to yeah, say it was. Like, you have Magneto sitting there just hurling metal at that's Apocalypse what I'm, that's for what I'm, a solid like three minutes minimum. He's just doing the same thing. It's just like, let me try harder. <laughs> I know. That's and what I'm saying. And there's a lot of that. Yeah, like and we've seen the car flying at the at the other person, and someone cuts it in half. How many times yeah. have we seen that? Like, yeah. cool, Psylocke can cut yeah. a car, and ha- like Storm's gonna lay there and let a car just fly yeah. at her. Is mm-hmm. that Storm? Is that yeah. the Storm that we're supposed to yeah. supposed to believe? She's right now? young, dude. 
Yeah, young storm. She cool. was touched She's, by that's apocalypse. A, that's apocalypse storm. That's not. Yeah. That's not just. That's apocalypse. Storm. Yeah. Enhanced powers. And the thing is, like, I, I I can sympathize with mind control powers being hard to maneuver with on screen, but I can't do it. I just can't do it with the way that's that singer did it. I I don't sympathize at all with Magneto having a metal ball surrounding him and then just throwing like scraps at people and can we talk about how apocalypse just sent like 150,000 nukes in the air and nothing happened yeah that makes no goddamn sense makes no sense at all his plan is to cleanse the world of with nukes so he's just gonna just oh i got all these nukes i can control let me just nah i won't cleanse the world now i'll send these nukes into space i'll do it later well they were supposed to turn around and come straight back down on the places they were launched yeah it's gravity well but yeah, I, I don't understand. I mean, okay, that part, I thought something big was going to happen. I thought maybe maybe that's when the Phoenix was going to come. Like, oh, the Phoenix comes and like, diverts the all the nukes, nukes in space, or but like, like where? Or to s- where? Well, that's what I'm saying. What are they going to do with this? And then they just It was such a weird plot line. And it was such a weird, um, when they kept switching to like the political stuff and the government and the humans, like we had, there were, there was like no consequence to any humans in this movie except Stryker. He's the only person that actually comes hey, close to dealing with the humans. and I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. However, I wanted to note that the guy that they have play Stryker looks like the old dude that played Stryker in the last trilogy. Yeah. That yeah. was good. Is that yeah. his like, grandson or something? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. It's actually in real life. Yeah? No. No, <laughs> <fucking with it. laughs> um, no I think Stryker is a, that guy that plays Stryker now is a fine actor. I think he was fine in the last movie too. But... The the whole nuke thing just didn't make any sense to me, no. and it was completely pointless having any government intervention scenes whatsoever. It was just like, President, there are nukes in the air. Yeah, that was China, crazy. India, everyone, Pakistan, they're all a bunch of nukes. Oh, shit. Okay. And then they go back to the uh, uh, mutants. General, he can control the ground because there's metal in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it just... It was important to explain that in that yeah, room Yeah, it was important time. to explain Magneto's powers, which we haven't seen for the last five and a half movies. Um... But yeah, so I don't know. Do you guys have anything else to say about the movie? I was talking about things I liked. Yeah, um, it's Quicksilver. Quicksilver scene was awesome. Out of place, but awesome. I yeah, I was thoroughly enjoying that scene. I liked uh, Nightcrawler's performance. I thought he was pretty good. I thought he was pretty good. He had a little bit of character. Like, yeah, 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 he was fun. I liked them talking about the mall. Like, yeah, I thought that was the cool. Mall yeah. and I'm blue. What the mall like is. Yeah, yeah, I'm blue. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Like, why can't more of that? Yeah. yeah. Like, if the movie had a ton of that and just build up these characters, we yeah, could really the, get to know them. The like, his yeah. vamps were pretty, yeah. pretty good. Him with Angel, that fight was, yeah. it was yeah. cool that he was vamping around. Yeah, 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 yeah. More of that. And he was, uh, they had the, that, I didn't like it. James liked it when they had the line where Sophie Turner says, well, everyone knows the third movie is always the worst. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that was... That was ballsy, and that belongs in a Deadpool movie, probably. Yeah. Not, not in yeah. this. That was not great. I enjoyed it I, just I mean, because I, I hate X3 so much. I, I understand <laughs> that you hate X3, but you yeah. can't do it well, in the, the third time, installment. Yeah. I it didn't know ballsy. how bad the movie was going to yeah. be while we're watching it. So. Yeah. Um, but no, Quicksilver, I think that that, cast is, uh, that casting choice was correct. He's really good. Uh, unfortunately, the scene is basically the same kind of scene that's in Days of Future Past. I think it's much better, though. I think it's done better. I think, uh, they, I think they improved upon it quite a bit. Uh, I guess. I, I don't know. It, it wasn't... The thing is, is that with, like, the special effects and everything, I I just feel like it could be cooler because I just feel like watching Civil War has much cooler action scenes and CGI and stuff than watching 
X Men. I feel like did. where Civil War is better is like their choreography. Sure. That's where yeah, that might. That's where it's better. Sure. They have more. They even have more experienced bodies they're working with too. Maybe yeah. that. Maybe that's a factor. Maybe. Yeah. You know, they have. They're older. They've done this thing sure. before. You have Sansa. She's only jumped off a wall. Like that's <laughs> it. She's, yeah. That's only yeah. She's yeah. Done. I mean, I don't know, but. <laughs> The thing that's kind of problematic, though, I mean, I know we were just talking about things we like, but the thing that's kind of problematic is they sort of do this whole recruitment and and uh, reintroduction and origins of some of these characters, but this is the last movie that they're all going to be in, probably like that. Mm. So it almost doesn't make sense. And I mean, Jennifer Lawrence completely I've, just doesn't give a fuck about X Men anymore. I think they wanted to start making solo movies. Yeah, I think, I think they, they want to, like a, but yeah, Storm, I mean, Cyclops. They, I hope that'd be they awesome. need to yeah. just. I mean, I don't know. It's never going to happen. They need to just give the rights back. But If only. Yeah, if only. If only. Um, but I, yeah, I like the Quicksilver stuff. I thought Nightcrawler was cool. I think Nightcrawler's been good in both trilogies. I think he's yeah. been cast well. Um, I, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the overall movie. Like, yeah. I, I thought it was okay. I walked out and I was like, oh, that was cool to at least see this on the screen. Sure. There's definitely problems. Yeah, and I definitely when I think about it, there's a lot of laughable moments. And yeah, I was like, this is terrible, but I'm glad I went to the movie theater to see it. Yeah, no, I mean it's cool to just see the stuff on film. Maybe, I mean, even if it's bad, and much as much as it hurts James to yeah. to see yeah, the I terribleness. Yeah, totally disagree with you guys. This part, <laughs> <laughs> this hurt me. Uh, <laughs> I thought, gonna do it. Do it I well. I thought the <laughs> I, yeah. I, well, sure, we want him to do it well. I thought the scene at Stryker's lab was pretty good overall. Just yeah, generally that, that ten that fifteen good. minutes. Uh, I thought the stuff with uh, I know it was fan service, but I like seeing Wolverine just smash people to death. Yeah, I mean, his... it was cool for a change to see him in, in that kind of form. Yeah, just and being angry. And they had a lot of blood in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They finally yeah, threw some blood with Wolverine. Happy I mean, that's that. kind of a natural consequence when you have metal claws <laughs> slicing people. Yeah, adamantium, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, and I don't know, the scene after the credits was fine. Uh, I, did you stay for that? Yeah, I yeah. Stayed. Essex Corporation I mean, and all yeah. that. Little little shout out to Mr. Sinister. Yeah. 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 So I, mean, I, I don't really know cool. if that's going to be in the next Wolverine movie or not. I think he's going to be the villain for the next you X think Men he's movie. Gonna, oh, the next X Men well, movie. Next Wolverine is supposedly going to be based on an old story called Old Man Logan. Okay. So I'm pretty sure that doesn't include Sinister. Yeah. Not all right. Yeah. Hey, you guys have anything else? Um, Old Man Logan. Does that mean there's going to be the little storm? Storm romance in there? Yeah, <laughs> probably not. In no. this universe. Not, not with Alexander yeah. Ship in him. No, not. <laughs> no, not, not. Her, no. Oh man, that yeah. would be. A Bring back much. Hallie. R.I.P. Hallie. He doesn't like <laughs> Hallie. I don't know. She wasn't a great. I don't like her as Storm. I, I like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's, what I mean. that's what I meant. Yeah. That's what I meant. Like her fresh, straight out of the salon hair, dude. You weren't yeah. about that. No. <laughs> and her constantly changing accent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing I did really like was them building back the school. Gene and yeah, that was uh, that was cool. And uh, yep. who, was Magneto? it Magneto? Magneto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool. She was swagging I out. That. She's like, oh, I mean, they yeah, rebuilt the school use... a lot in the comics. Sure, so sure, but we nice haven't little... seen that yet on film. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy that. When we missed the blob at the beginning. Oh yeah, the you blob. Like that? Yeah, that was cool. The what? People didn't realize that. Was Although a blob. I'm not sure how Angel beats the blob. Oh, oh, oh! Right at the beginning, at the cage. Yeah, yeah. It was messed up, but yeah, but it's cool. It was cool. Yeah, yeah. The rebuilding thing. Was a swag moment for Magneto? No, for Jean. Jean. Yeah, because but she just at... killed Apocalypse because she's awesome, right? Yeah, because she's the phoenix. She's the phoenix, but she's looking yeah. at Magneto like, "You keep moving the metal, I'll move anything I want." Yeah, right <laughs> that's what. It, that's what. Yeah, that she about. can move things with her mind. Right. She made sure she's... to tell us that a couple times during the movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm a telepath and I'm telekinetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That was that and then she saw Scott just uncontrollably shoot fire out of his eyes, and she, and she was like, she "Oh wow, him. that turns me on." She so, was awful to him at first. Yeah, she was and then, really oh, awful. Then she to him. sees the Ivy, and, and um, like, oh, I like him now. Ooh. What's her name? Uh, she's in the movie, and she doesn't even have any Jubilee. Yeah, Jubilee. She yeah. was on all the marketing okay. stuff. Jubilee, I, I thought was a lot younger than them, wasn't she? She's, or no? She normally is. But they're playing loose with the ages. Yeah, okay. but she was just like there participating with the three of them, and then they just cut her out. Yeah. It's like Nightcrawler, Jean, yeah. and Cyclops. And, nah, she was in the flip. car, dude, yeah. with her hair flip hair. Yeah, yeah I know. You know? Did she flip. even? I don't know if she said a word. But she she like, might have said a word at, while they're at the mall, but that was it. She they said didn't. Empire is the best. Empire is the best movie. Star Wars movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't mind that because I'm not a. She, no one. Yeah, did. sure, no but she was. But I, I don't care. But she was in a lot of the marketing and. And they made a big deal about casting yeah. another minority Asian person, yeah, woman, right. and then they just well, put her in the background. They had to do that. They had to make. They, she wasn't minority, like. Yeah. So we'll just give her no lines and say. No, that's awful. Just yeah. I was thoroughly upset with Bishop in the last movie. Yeah. Are you kidding yeah, yeah, me? For sure. Bishop, I nothing. was so excited. Yeah. He literally saves like the universe. What do you want? <laughs> This guy a line, dude. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we had a good discussion, so thank you guys again for listening. Josh should be back on the next podcast that we do. It should be on The Nice Guys, I believe, Russell Crowe, Ryan Gosling movie. So just want to give a heads up. Uh, Again, you can find me on Twitter at aclambake, A-K-L-A-M-B-A-K-E. Podcast email is 52in52pod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.